it's funny. Uh, like I never heard about Lawrence Lessig except from uh, uh, one person um, during the primaries, but. Like, he was like a one-issue candidate, so like of course he didn't deserve to win the primary. But his one issue was sort of a good issue. He was on uh, campaign finance reform and like mm-hmm. electoral reform. He had this big bill that was going to like get rid of gerrymandering and oh, yeah. um, uh, mandatory like voter enrollment. And uh, it sounds like it would have been a great idea, uh, but no one talked about it. Yeah. Uh, the one person who talked about it, by the way, was the, um, the home clip art animal deer blog. That uh, is responsible for the the uh, unofficial Barty Anderson sequel. Whew. I didn't know there was yeah. a uh, bar, bar, artificial Barty Anderson sequel. Yeah. Um. All right. Ha! <laughs> I'm a, I'm on the show now. Hey hey hey! Are you jealous that I can just summon that from within me at any, at any given time? It's always there. So yes. Always ready to come out. Hey, hey, James. Uh, uh, thanks for having me on the show. Oh, this is really good. This is... James, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Oh, this is like a dream come true. Um, I think that everyone should just do their podcast in Barty Anderson character. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, a, What's like a, everyone's wearing a guy. What do you mean character? This is act. I'm actually a real human being. <laughs> um, who are you going to vote for in November, Barty? Uh, I'm not allowed to vote. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it because of that incident? It's because I'm a convicted felon. Right. <laughs> That's a shame. What were you convicted of, Barty? Uh... I don't want to talk about that right now. I, can't, I just can't think. Of, I don't want to. I don't want to. This is. It's not canon. This isn't canon. Yeah. Can I just check one thing? No. Is it felons not vote? Yeah, they can't. They're they're forbidden. What the fuck? Yeah. Sort of makes sense insofar as like you probably don't want a serial killer voting, but like all these like people convicted um, of minor drug offenses, no? like. Why shouldn't a serial killer be able to vote? Because they might vote in a serial killer. Like, what if everyone in the United States became a serial um, killer and they wanted to vote in another serial killer? Oh, my God. I they just, could legalize the purge. The USA election, electoral system is just so much more fucked up than I even realized. Well, you know. I think maybe they can vote, actually. They, no. they can't. Uh, so Martha- I think it's a state's state-by-state state thing. Oh, maybe. Voting rights for felons are restored after full sentence is complete in Arkansas, for example. So Martha Stewart probably can vote then. She, she can, she, she runs these things, man. Runs this town. Yeah, you can't vote from prison. Right. So that's pretty. That's pretty messed up. People with specific crime lose their rights. A list of these crimes is in the source. Please look at section 241. This is Mississippi. Um, this is... Yeah, Mississippi would Does take your... Having an abortion. Probably. Or like, um, I don't know. Just uh, being... Being not... Being homosexual. Being not white. Being not straight. Not Chris, not non-Christian. Being, 
an atheist. Yeah, that's illegal. In, in Mississippi. Yes, Being a Democrat. There is no loss of rights in Vermont. You can vote via absentee ballot while in jail. Thanks, Bernie. Yep. And you get every and plus you get a pint of Ben and Jerry's every day. Yay! Nice. Yes. Wait, ben and Jerry's here because it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. You should splurge. Treat yourself. Do you want to go get some Ben and Jerry's after this? Um, no. Gumbo. Oh. <laughs> Gumbo, can you PayPal uh, James ten dollars to buy some Ben and Jer- yeah. Jerry's? It's more like fifteen dollars. Well, oh. I, I was thinking maybe James could pony up $5 of it. I knew it was $15. Of course. That's insane. That's so much money. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I really want to try it, though. How much do cigarettes cost there? Like $21 okay. a packet? I just wanted to see if the cigarettes With were the, more expensive than the Ben & Jerry's. We have a hefty tobacco tax. Yeah, no, we, we got it, too. All oh, right. I mean, they're only like eleven, yes. ten bucks here, but like ten ten dollars is like thirty Australian, I think. Mhm. Oh, it's like a dollar thirty. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to um, emasculate your currency, Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> a few years ago, we were worth more than yours. Yeah. It was yeah. beautiful. Didn't last. Though, did it? No. No. It's because you artificially like devalued your currency or something. Like China? China. No, you, you not not China. 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 You're China. A puppet. Your puppet. Your puppet. You puppet. Puppet. You puppet. Your puppet. We didn't bring that up. That's important. Yeah, we just kind of glossed over the debates. Yeah, that's fine. So y'all know Jill Stein, right? She's she's getting Susan Sarandon's vote. That's that's no surprise. Um, she's begging for five percent, just begging for it, but she's not going to get there. Yeah, she's uh, she's really stupid. That sounds that sounds like a pawn. What an begging for five. Begging for five percent. Hmm. I bet there is Jill Stein pawn. Uh, I saw, I saw, I saw one with. With Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Um, nice. You saw it. Let's not, just don't, don't admit to this. <laughs> <laughs> I just Googled uh, Jill Stein. Uh, like, so like I could damage my reputation anymore. Any further. Yeah. yeah. You, At this point, you're just, uh, you're just begging for 5%. <laughs> Starring Jill Stein. Mm. So, her running mate, uh, Ajamu Baraka, um, uh, kind of like a lot of people seem to have a lot of opinions about that guy. Um, I think he kind of sounds like if you tried to make uh, a non-copyright version of Barack Obama. Yeah. If you were making a fictional, you would call him Ajamu Baraka. Yeah. Plus, he's in from the Mortal Kombat games. Is he now? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, um, turns out he's a pretty opinionated guy. Um, uh, like perhaps sort of a questionable choice uh, for the Stein campaign in terms of appealing to Bernie or bust voters, because he said of Bernie, 
uh, that uh, he has a commitment to Eurocentrism and normalized white supremacy. So kind of effectively saying, you know, those Bernie bros, you know, they, they, they talk game, but it's, it's really just about, you know, making uh, America more like Denmark and, and yeah. not caring about people, Yeah. which I think, you know, fair enough. Might be a point there. Uh, he says, as much as the Sandinistas attempt to disarticulate Sanders' progressive domestic policies from his documented support for empire, it should be obvious that his campaign is an ideological prop, albeit from a center-left position, of the logic and interests of the capitalist imperialist settlist state. So, quite wordy guy. Have you, did you um, did you hear uh, Slavoj Zizek's uh, yeah. um, endorsement of Trump? Um. I recall that he was saying some very, like, uh, in, in the wake of the Paris attacks, he was saying that the left needs to uh, recognize that we do need to do something about the... Uh, no, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't based on um, um, Islamophobia. Right. What was... <clears throat> why did Mr. Zizek endorse Mr. Trump? He, his position was that he was horrified by Trump Mm-hmm. but that he thought the systemic disruption that Trump's mm-hmm. election would bring to the process, the elect- electioneering process uh-huh. would be uh-huh. healthier in the long run. Uh-huh. Okay. Than, than... Here's the thing, Mr. Zizek, you don't know shit. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a pretty flimsy uh, position. Like, his whole shtick is, oh, like, you know, it's easy to criticize, and he, he criticizes lots, but he really doesn't have any idea about how to actually make the world a better place. He just likes to talk about his Batman movies and, and you know, his, his, his European philosophy and, and feel real I, up I didn't know he made Batman movies. He likes to talk about popular culture and stuff, so that's oh, people yeah, like I, him. I, gotcha. I, I, thought, I thought you were implying that he actually produced some Batman movies. That is also what I thought. <laughs> well, like, who knows, Zizek? He does a lot of uh, sniffing, just like Trump. But, like, come on now. Like, oh, you really want to, like, destroy the fabric of American democracy and just hope that it turns out? Like, well, I think he, 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 would, he would argue that it's no longer a true democracy, that they... The, the 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 apparatus of the 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 election the uh, the the um, the state and the election cycle is completely um, you know corrupt and flawed I don't know if he would say corrupt he's he's so, uh, so uh, what's the word just uh, I, don't, I don't even know he's he's so that like come on man Trump's not gonna help I don't think he thinks Trump will help. I think that he thinks Trump will be a disaster. But I, I think like, the disaster of Trump is not going to help. It's just going to be like a series of constitutional crises. He'll probably be impeached a few times, you know. Like <laughs> it's not going to teach the the con- the houses of congress any lessons, like, you know. Paul Ryan's just going to be up to his 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 usual business, like Yeah. That's the thing about um the the thing the thing that people forget about um like like Bush, like it's it, it's not just like that Bush is an idiot and making bad decisions. That's and that's that was bad, but it's like there's just such a culture of just complete and utter corruption behind the scenes. It's like the whole 
the whole the entire um united states just became this like shadow land of like right wing think tank um mm-hmm. making money for like privatization uh, of, yeah. of you know everything and 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 and, and like like it's like, like we, we we hired an army of mercenaries to invade invade Iraq for us. Like, come on. Like, this, and didn't this they? Is the kind um, of shit we, we're doing. Didn't didn't the the, the contractors uh, rape some Afghani boys? Like um, there was that scandal. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was like a child prostitution scandal to do with one of the defense contractors. The um, unfortunate thing about Afghanistan is that they. they I think that there's a lot of really just sort of culturally accepted pederasty happening there. Mm. Kind of well, that was the time. thing. Like it, it was, it was like a local thing that, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm probably not knowledgeable enough about this to spout off about it. I'll just make some mistake. <laughs> well, it is a juicy, juicy topic. I mean, it is pretty juicy. Uh, <clears throat> Do that in the next one. Um, so I'm not done with Mr. B- Mr. Baraka yet. Um, he he has it in for Bill Clinton as well. I mean, fair enough. He said <clears throat> of him giving Muhammad Ali's eulogy, with the passing of Muhammad Ali, we are witnessing a phenomenon similar to what we saw with Dr. King when the family was allowed... To- uh, when the family allowed the state to define the meaning of Dr. King's activism and the movement that created him. The announcement that Bill Clinton, the rapist and petty opportunist politician, had been chosen to deliver the eulogy at Ali's funeral suggests that his family is heading down that same path. Which, I mean, you know, again, fair enough, probably. I don't think that Bill Clinton's a rapist, though. Um, well, all right. Where, where did that come from? I'm sure it's... Like, I'm sure he's been accused. I'm I'm sort of more, agnostic about the, about the Broderick allegations. I mean, it just it sounds it sounds. Um, I mean, I I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to touch this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's, I mean, sure, it's he, like I mean, Clinton he used, does. Hmm. He he used his position as president and governor to dazzle women. That's not rape, friend. Broderick was before, I think it was either when he was governor or before he was governor of Arkansas. So I got some uh, Febreze. And it's uh, gain-scented uh, Febreze. Game, like like a dead moose. No, gain. Gain-scented. It's like a detergent. Okay. What? What the fuck are you talking about? I, know, I was trying to change the subject. Am I smelling that bad? <laughs> All right, well, um, I've, I've got a... Can you smell it through the headphones? I wish. That would be awesome. Mr. Baraka uh, also has uh, strong opinions on Beyonce. He says, I cannot for the life of me understand how Beyonce's commodified caricature of black opposition was in any way progressive, referring to, I think it was like... Uh, her performance where she had uh, she like explicitly mentioned uh, like police brutality and murdering the, the Super you know. Bowl the Super Bowl um, performance it might have been at the Super uh, Bowl I didn't watch the Super Bowl just that Baraka he's a white guy no no he's black um he said, I didn't see opposition. I saw the imagery and symbols of authentic black radicalism grotesquely transformed into a depoliticized spectacle by gyrating light-skinned, booty-short-clad sisters. So, 
kind of loses your on that last bit, maybe. Yeah, light skinned, like judging people he, by the color of the skin. I think. Uh, I mean, Ajama is fairly light skinned too. Like, I... <laughs> look, let's let's not go there. Let's just you say that you don't want to play the, the same game is, as Ajamu. I'm just saying I, I it's think, a little hypocritical. I think he has beautiful complexion, and that shouldn't have a bearing on the validity. I just I feel like oh. I, it's not worth talking about. Like he's a nobody. It, it just because just like come well, on, these people are morons. All right. So how about Gary Johnson? He's at four point five percent nationally right now, and that's all we're going to say about him. But his uh, running mate Bill Well did something interesting recently. Have, have you guys heard about this? No. So uh, the former governor of Massachusetts went on Rachel Maddow's show and uh, effectively confirmed that he didn't agree with a statement about Clinton that uh, his ticket had. Uh, well, his campaign had put out with his, like, picture on it. It said that the newest revelations about Hillary Clinton demonstrate why Americans should be scared of both Clinton and Trump. We have a system that is so corrupted that parents all over have to apologize to their children for the leadership we're giving them. And he uh, said, um, uh, I've been at some pains to say, say that uh, I fear for the country if Mr. Trump should be elected. Uh, I think uh, it's, a, it's a candidacy without any parallel uh, that I can... Recall, it's uh, content-free and uh, very much given to stirring up uh, envy and resentment and even hatred. Uh, and it's, um, I think it would be a threat to the conduct of our uh, uh, foreign policy and our position in the world at large. And basically, uh, you know, he was confirming that people in swing states, I mean, he didn't say it explicitly, but uh, Maddow was kind of pushing him on this. He was saying that people in swing states should not vote for the Johnson ticket. They should vote uh, for Clinton. Right, right. Which, I mean, like, you know, very brave of Mr. Weld. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used to be He's... the uh, governor of Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. 68th governor. I think, uh, he said if, uh, I think Kerry actually uh, ran into him recently. Oh, really? Yeah, That's was, interesting. I think he was in the lobby of her building. Oh. And now she's a libertarian? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know that he was a libertarian. I don't even oh, know. He I was, think uh, he was in this. I think he mix. was a surprise uh, for the because uh, I read that the Libertarian uh, Party is kind of showing some some shifts uh, that reflect a kind of wider uh, shift in libertarian discourse. Because like the crazies now, they used to coalesce around Ron Paul, but now they're coalescing, you know, around Trump and the alt right and you know, mm-hmm. Breitbart, Milo Yiannopoulos, and all all that gang. Um, so the Libertarians are starting to become like more moderate. And so Mr. Mr. Weld kind of reflects that because he was like a moderate Republican governor in a blue state. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm. Um, and he said of Mrs. Clinton, oh, I'm here vouching for her. And I think, I think it's, it's high time somebody did. And I'm doing it based on my personal experience with her. And uh, I, I think she's deserves to have people uh, vouch for her other than members of the Democratic National Committee. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to do that. You, you would think that he was he was running on her ticket. Yeah, he's probably it's probably Please. some kind of like um, um, Manchurian candidate situation. Right, she brainwashed him. Yeah, or you know, um, um, I've never seen or read the Manchurian candidate, so I've been trying to avoid spoilers. Oh my god, I I've never seen or read it I, either. Uh, I just I watched the one with Angela Lansbury. Yeah, the original. Just by the very premise of what it is, though, it's kind of hard to avoid the twist. 
Yeah, I mean, I only know it from the twist. Mm. Um, so that's it for the libertarians. This next one, I think, is sort of uh, the the most interesting one to talk about. Y'all know Evan McMullen? No. 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 So he's forty years old. He's a former CIA analyst. He's from Utah, and he's running for president. I had no idea. <clears throat> yeah, he's uh, an independent candidate who he's uh, polling pretty well. The the latest five thirty eight average that I uh, saw had him in twenty eight percent in Utah to Trump's thirty eight percent. So he's not going to win, but uh, he is polling ahead of Clinton at twenty six point nine percent. But that's within her margin of error, and he's like this never Trump uh, candidate. He's giving uh, you know principled conservatives uh, someone to vote for. Mm-hmm. And he is a, um, a Mormon. He is a Mormon, of course. Yes, he attended uh, Brigham Young University, just like I think all, all ambitious Mormons have to do, like Mitt Romney. And he attended the Wharton Business School, which Trump attended. So there you go. Interesting. <clears throat> Very interesting. If he were if he were the Republican nominee, he'd be in serious trouble because he worked for Goldman Sachs uh, for a little bit. So that wouldn't play well. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then isn't that just, mm-hmm. doesn't that just depend on how you uh, spin it? I mean, haven't the Republicans yeah. always been like? I guess like John Kasich worked for them as well, didn't he? Yeah, I just I don't even see. I mean, like, it, it, isn't it just opportunism to go after Wall Street these days? It doesn't really mean anything, does it? Mm. I mean, like you know, the Big Short came out like last year or this year, and like people still care about that stuff, and they're kind of there's a kind of a renewed interest in in understanding it. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but here's the interesting thing about Mr. Evan McMullen: he's running as a conservative. He opposes uh, LGBT adop- adoption. He says, "I believe that all people have the capacity to love and nurture children, but my faith teaches that children should be raised by a mother and father." But here's the thing: he has two mommies. Oh, wow. That's yeah, unusual. his mother, Lainey Bollard, after she divorced uh, his father, did indeed marry another woman, and uh, they apparently remain on good terms. Uh, and uh, he basically says uh, that it's time to move on uh, from from the issue of same-sex marriage, and so he won't appoint judges to overturn the Obergefell v. Hodges decision. Um, uh, it kind of reminds me of, uh, if anyone remembers Bobby Jindal, from the primaries, uh, he uh, made a comment that uh, the Republican Party needs to stop being the party of stupid people. Mm-hmm. And that kind of seems like what uh, Mr. McMullen is trying to do. Like he doesn't, he believes in climate change. He believes we have to do something about climate change. He's not, you know, vehemently uh, anti-gay. He's like a little bit anti-gay. Like, you know, he has to be because he's a Mormon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he's uh, like, he's probably an indication of where the GOP would kind of like to move if they want to kind of make themselves competitive in the future. Right. Um, and uh, there was a, a that that white nationalist Trump superdelegate did a robo call. I think like they revoked his delegate status or whatever, but um, uh, he did a robo call in Utah uh, where he pointed out that Mr. McMullen has two mummies and he said... It, well, he also pointed out that McMullen is 40, he's single, hmm. and he thinks that he's a closet homosexual. Interesting. And normally, I would go, oh, come on. But 
it's sort of plausible, I think. Because consider, he's a Mormon, and what are gay Mormons supposed to do? They're supposed to remain celibate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's he's doing what he's supposed to do if he if he were uh, that kind of way. So you're 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 saying he's doing the right thing. Yes, you know, suppressing his his same sex attraction. Oh man, that's really hypocritical, James. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Uh, so, you know, obviously that if he were a major party candidate, then that would be uh, dogging him as well. You've missed a very um, um, important piece of information about him. He's He's got male pattern baldness. He, he is a bald man, yes. He also which, has a, uh, a uh, Britney Spears microphone. I don't, can, I don't think you can win the presidency if you're bald. Like, isn't that a thing that they've observed? It's always like the taller candidate and the candidate that has more hair that wins. Yeah, and the candidate... With the least sweaty <clears throat> upper lip. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah, so that's uh, almost all there is to say about Mr. McMullen. I, I find it interesting that uh, as a CIA analyst, he opposes torture. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he gave a TED talk where he criticized governments for allowing genocides and atrocities. Um, like, on paper, like, if if I were going to vote for a conservative, he seems like a pretty palatable conservative uh, to to vote for. Um, he used to be the policy director of the House Republican Conference, so like he's never held elected office, but like he <clears throat> he clearly is like you know like not this like maverick wild card who'll like shake things up. Mm-hmm. All right, um, I'll vote for him. You talked me into it. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not going to win Utah. Uh, the 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 thought was uh, like his his path that he wants. Uh, is to win Utah, thus deny uh, Clinton and Trump uh, 270 electoral votes and thereby thereby take it to the House where they will uh, decide on a candidate and his hope is that they would vote for him as like an alternative to the other two. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> sounds really unlikely. Um, but yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, his running mate, Mindy Finn, um, she's she's got a very good resume. She's sort of boring. Mm-hmm. She's like a tech entrepreneur. She founded a nonprofit called Empowered Women. She led digital programs for President Bush and Governor Romney, whatever leading digital programs means. I don't know what that means. Um, and she's been like, she's been named all sorts of things by like magazines. Politico said she was one of 50 Politicos to watch and she's a tech titan according to Washingtonian magazine. And uh, she's called one of the best in digital by famous DC. Like, you know, it's a very good resume. You probably want to hire her for like some job, but like, she's not very interesting apart from that. Sounds like she like could raise a lot of venture capital. Um, yeah. I, uh, I think they've got the uh, like the National Review money behind them because Bill Crystal really wanted David French to run, and what Trump's saying now is that oh, McMullen's just uh, Bill Crystal's puppet. But I think this candidacy was was started independently mm-hmm. of that. But yeah, they do have some money behind them, and that's how he was able to get on the ballot in a few states. Not enough to get the 270 votes, but that's not his plan. His plan is basically just to try and do as well as he can in Utah. Um, yeah, so that's it for those two. Uh, do you guys know about the sweet meteor of death? Yes. Sweet meteor of death. Media. Meteor. Meteor. No. Mm-hmm. 
Meteor. So there's a there's a, a giant meteor from uh, the Oort cloud that is running for president uh-huh. this cycle. I didn't know. You know. As an alternative to Trump and Clinton, he promises to wipe out all of human civilization. <laughs> so in a Lowell Center, well, you're laughing now, um, in a Lowell Center for Public Opinion poll that was conducted uh, like mid-October of 18 to 35-year-olds, he polled at 23% over Trump and Clinton. Hmm. It's like meaningless though. Like it's silly. Well, maybe, yeah. Like, come on. Like, um, I've seen plenty of write-in votes uh, for him from his tweet account, which is pretty funny. But it's it's just a goof though. It's, it's, it's a bit... It's, it's not... It's apples and oranges. Hmm. Uh, his running mate is the clown menace. <laughs> very, very topical. Um, but I don't think that ticket is uh, very harmonious at the moment because the clown menace hasn't tweeted since Halloween, and one of the last things he said was that he was thinking of voting for Trump. <laughs> Which I mean, you know, of course the clown menace will. Yeah. Um. Uh, so now we're we're kind of really getting down into the dregs. Like most of most of the third party candidates, like you know the Constitution Party and the Reform Party, they're all just you know lethally boring. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to talk. Uh, but I would like to talk about the Transhumanist Party candidate, Mr. Zoltan Istvan, um, who uh, would like to conquer death. Ah. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah. Um, sorry, uh, is he the guy who uh, drove through the country in a bus that looked like a coffin? Um, I believe that may be correct, yes. So, um, Mr. Istvan, I think, wants to turn everyone into cyborgs. Mm-hmm. Is he uh, like, a, a... like a singularity guy? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's from that kind of... I think he's also a tech guy. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's from that whole Elon Musk club. Um, and uh, there's like an interesting little factoid about him. He invented the sport of volcano boarding. Ooh. Yep. Um, yes, the that, that is the guy. Conquer death. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of these third-party candidates. Yeah. Clifton Roberts, Scott Smith, ooh, Sam Tittle. Advocate, advocate that made an at Sam Tittle is an advocate for everything that made America great. He's an experienced oh, that's entrepreneur. Good, again. Huh? We want to make America great again. Yeah, it's a little, so seems a little, little redundant. Whoa, mm-hmm. Benjamin Weigel. He's a Marine. He saw action in Iraq. Strongly pro-military. Okay. Um, let's see. We got uh, Bishop Julian Lewis Jr. Mm-hmm. He's a bishop. Do you know this guy? Um, I haven't heard of that one, no. John Fitzgerald Johnson, also known as the great Grandmaster Jay, to fans of his musical work. <laughs> Civil rights activist, strong feelings on addressing police brutality. That's Advocate that's on women's good. rights. Sympathizes with the plight of illegal That's what you want. Yeah. That's all good stuff. James J.D. Crevue. Crevue? You heard of this guy? Right. He doesn't have offer much on his qualifications. Oh, well. Uh, that's in stark contrast to the last person on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is who I'm 
I'm personally endorsing for president. Ooh. Uh, Mr. Angelo Scrigner. Scribner. Ran in the Democratic. Yeah, he ran in the Democratic primaries. Um, he's a con artist from Hawaii. <laughs> oh, um, wow. He's listed as the uh, president, vice president, and CEO of over 30 companies and three stock exchanges in three states, including yeah. Google Incorporated. Uh, he's the owner of the LA Dodgers, wow. the founder of the Los Angeles Stock Exchange. Um, he's a founding member of the Obama PAC Organizing for Action, and he uses the Obama PAC's logo in his campaign logo. <laughs> Uh, and he attempted to sue Disney uh, for trademarks because he claims uh, that he is the, the true heir uh, to the Disney um, uh, empire. Well, maybe he is. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, he also launched a lawsuit against Al-Qaeda and Mitt Romney. This was one, <laughs> one lawsuit. Al-Qaeda. It was versus Al-Qaeda and Mitt Romney. But um, I believe the judge declined to... Um, to uh, hear the case. That is a, an abortion of justice. A, a disgrace, I know. So, yeah, that's, that's my pick. Um, uh, he hasn't said much lately. In July, when Clinton clinched the nomination, it said on his Facebook page, uh, so what do we do now, I guess, write in? <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's what I'll be doing. He sounds like a kind of Martin Shkreli type figure. Um, well, see, here's the thing. Mr. Shkreli has quite legitimate wealth. That's true. So this guy, it doesn't have any resources. This, this, this man has pretend wealth. And the only pictures that seem to exist of him are like mug shots because mm -hmm. <clears throat> he's violated a lot, a lot of restraining orders in Hawaii. Um, and, it, well, he looks a little bit dodgy. That's not. It's not okay to judge people by their appearance. That's true. Uh, for example, if you if you judge me by my uh, appearance, you'd probably be right. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no doubt. No doubt. You'd also what would we judge? Like, probably want to hurl some eggs at you. Sorry, that was really <laughs> so mean. I'm sorry. That's just, just That's rude. This is just, I think this is an, a symptom of the podcast having gone a little bit too long. A little bit too, right. Um, well, uh, that's, that's, that's all for the, uh, the segment where I, where I talk about the, um, the third party candidates. I thought now just to wrap it up, we could talk about where we're at right okay. now. So um, I looked at the latest 538 projection. Uh, right now, Hillary in the polls only forecast is on 64.5%. And Donald Trump is on 35.4%. This is chance of winning. Mm -hmm. So they project that Hillary would get uh, 290 electoral college votes. Yes. And Trump would get uh, 248. And uh, little Evan McMullen would get 0 0.7. Whoa. Congrats, man. Which counts, which counts for zero. That's, that's rad. Mm. I'll take some of those. And uh, poor Johnson... Uh, uh, is only a 4.5%. So if he can't make it to five, he won't clinch his, his, but, his funding for that but, one. What about the legal weed, man? Isn't that Mr. Johnson? Yeah, man. 4.5. Got to get to five. Got to get to 4.20, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I got um, such a, a laugh from that really bad joke. <laughs> 
It's the it's the four twenty. Always gets a laugh. Yeah. Uh, so I guess uh, maybe it's sort of old news now, but I thought kind of where we were at right now was the the Comey email announcement, which I had a, like a a very gut reaction to of oh this is very bad and he's politicizing his office, mm-hmm. but then it was kind of like I guess you'd agree with that. Yeah. I I um it was kind of pointed out to me uh, that. If he had sat on that information and the Republicans had found out after the election and Clinton had won, then they would have used it to, you know, delegitimize and undermine her presidency. Like, oh, it could have gone another way if you yeah, just, just this thing. And then he probably would have gotten impeached. So really, I mean, you know, he was sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, guess we can't really blame him. But, you know, I still blame him a little. Well, I mean, Comey is a uh, W appointee. Yeah, and he and, was a registered Republican. I don't know if he still is. Well, they're, they're generally just like cronies and imbeciles. I mean, this is the same in the same stock as as Brownie. You know, I mean, this guy's an idiot. Got to be an idiot. I mean, sure. Um, like in in July when he said that, uh, well, we're not prosecuting her, but I think she's really bad. You know, she was very careless. Mm-hmm. I thought um, that was that was really inexcusable yeah. politicization yeah it was i mean it's it's i mean the fbi is going rogue here man we gotta we gotta do mm. something gotta it kind of something. made me think of, of old jay edgar like he used to pull shit like that didn't he like he didn't interfere in elections, or did he no yeah. he, he did didn't he didn't he think that like jfk was a russian plant or something I think so i mean i know he was a transvestite but i'm not sure if that has anything <laughs> to do with it or anything i should really like that. I should watch that um, Leo DiCaprio movie. I never even watched. Even though it's not good. I never saw that. Didn't I? Didn't it? It's one of those things that relies too heavily on like old man makeup. Yeah, it's, it's never and that's, people said the makeup wasn't very good in that one. Also, it's like hard to. It's like hard to pull off that old. It never works. I think it kind of works in Black Mass, uh, where uh, Johnny Depp plays Whitey Bulger. Like he looks very weird and unsettling. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it kind of takes you out because, like, everyone else just kind of looks normal and then he's kind of, like, this demonic creature. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, you know, it was a good movie, so. Yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty good. It was, it was very uh, kind of dark and unrelenting. Very dark. Oh, could, boy. Could, could use a little bit of humor, like a little Jack Sparrow Elevity. action. Did you see Donnie Brasco? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. When... Uh, do you remember when Al Pacino says, I got cancer of the prick? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, probably shouldn't laugh at that, but I thought it was sort of funny. <laughs> I, I, always, I always remember the scene in that where he's like trying to smash open a, car, a parking meter. Mm-hmm. It's like He's just like really two-bit criminal, and this is like the best scheme he could come up with is like stealing parking <laughs> meters. <laughs> So um, we've we've talked about the the Clinton emails right now. Did you all know there's a Trump email scandal? No, not. This is absolutely amazing. I forget um, who it was. I think it was uh, no, it wasn't Mother Jones. It was someone um, uh, got on with all these all these computer nerds, and he found out that oh, on the internet you can actually kind of see uh, a lot of you know the metadata of when servers 
connect to one another. And if you're willing to sift through all that garbage, you can, you can, you know, find some interesting patterns. He found that the Trump organization in Trump Tower has this little server that's called like trumpemail1.com or whatever that connects exclusively to a bank in Russia. Whoa. Oh, my Uh-oh. God. It's a whole server dedicated to less email than a single person would get, hidden away in the basement of Trump Tower, connecting mm. to Alpha Bank, which is, you know, this big oligarch organization that's, uh, you know, like where, where a lot of the Russian money went after they um, after the Soviet Union collapsed and they, and they you know, decided to, uh, you know, make lots of money and, and, and not be shy about it. And um, uh, the report was like, very detailed and it was it was uh uh it took great pains to emphasize that uh this isn't a smoking gun all we have here are intimations but then there were uh there were like reasons why it probably wasn't like a spam account and there were reasons why it probably wasn't like marketing communication and um in the follow-up report uh people people did raise objections but it's still like it's still Sort of suspicious. Right. Why is the Trump organization talking to this Russian bank? And, of course, they've denied uh, that they have any relationship with Alpha Bank. And they've, in fact, denied that the server belongs to them, even though it's called, you know, Trump email one. Um, That could be any Trump, though. Yeah. Any Trump that lives in Trump Tower. Maybe it's Eric. Maybe. Or or Don Jr. Their position is probably that uh, it's used for... um, uh, like promotional material with like hotel discounts mm-hmm. because Russian clients do um, have a preference for staying in Trump branded hotels. Right. So, you know, they can send them offers and stuff. Well, but but it's also, they, they tend to um, hang like Oriental rugs on the wall. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, after this, uh, after he started asking around, uh, the, the server um, uh, went offline. Right. Right, as he asked someone, Whoa. I think it was, as he asked uh, Hope Hicks, the the spokesman for the Trump organization, um, about the server, it, it it went offline, and then I think it went back online and something else. So you know, is it possible that Baron Trump is involved? Well, you know, he's just so good with computers; it's amazing. You should see him. <laughs> he has computers. I don't even know. <laughs> He's a he's a he's very precocious, a baron. Yeah. Do you think that um, Donald Trump takes Baron on like overnight trips to like FAO Schwartz every once in a while to like buy? What's that? It's like that expensive, fancy toy store in New York City, where like Uh-oh. Kevin McAllister in Home Alone Two got all of his cool <laughs> toys. Have you um have you seen the uh the Clickhole article where um uh Baron Trump parades uh Mike Pence around dressed as a toy soldier? <laughs> good. Then I really think he, he's injured under the table and someone helps him. I'm gonna i I'm gonna find that and and, and retweet it. It's a good one. So that's all I've got here. Um, does anyone else have anything that they'd like to uh, share thoughts on the campaign? Um, well, I, as the only uh, American here, I feel I should say um, 
you know, uh, I guess I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> well, you know what you have to do. I mean, like to... this, this was an inevitable, um, result of the big bang, you know, like everything else. <laughs> so, uh, that's, I don't think... demon had this. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know like what, what you want me to do about it personally. I'm just like a guy just trying to, you know, survive, you know, just a white male trying to get by, you know, for white men. It's we're we're disadvantaged because yeah. everybody else has such high Society. expectations of us. Um, right. It's hard. Is it has this been? I mean, have I? Are these my final thoughts here? Are these good or is this kind of luke, lukewarm? Kind of it's, not. It's, it's kind of so so. Kind of fatalist. Yeah. I think. Um, I was thinking. Um, um, yeah. Should we? Should we kind of call it? Should Should we each make a prediction? Well, um, I, I called this election uh, in 2015 for Clinton, and I'm sticking with that. Okay, what's the margin of victory there, though? Um, I'm I'm unsure. I I suspect that she will uh, do well, and it will kind of be like, if if not better than 2012, it'll probably be you know as as good as that or better. And they called 2012 a blowout, didn't they? Yeah. Even though we thought close. Yeah, I think she will take the Senate. I'm not sure about the House. That seems to be kind of a coin flip, but the Republicans have the advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if she doesn't take the Senate, then we're absolutely boned. We're going to have the worst four years, and she's going to be a one-term president. I think she'll probably be a one-term president anyway. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what are you going to do? I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Uh, Bucky, what do you think? Um, I think, I think I'm just going to go out and say it. I have a really deep pit in my stomach that thinks that Trump is going to win. And of course, um, Bucky did place a hedge bet on Mr. Trump. Right. I did. So she gets a hundred dollars if Trump wins. So this is a, uh, this is a short sale here. A what? Short sale. It's a short sale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I kind of, I mean, I have the same fear and I've, I've sort of had it all along and, and it's sort of, you know, sort of like uh, kind of goes hand in hand with, with the whole Brexit thing, you know, like the, the, yeah. the kind of I- idiotic popular <laughs> uprising and the, and the incorrect polling. And, uh, the polls were much closer with Brexit. Sorry? were much closer with Brexit, so the polling error is more easily explained there than it would be in the case of a Trump victory. I guess so, but I mean, like, everybody was saying it was going to be stay. But anyway, I think everything will probably be fine regardless, because, I mean, the the truth is that we're all going to die anyway, and whether it's in a a nuclear um, explosion or in 70 years of, of, um, of bone cancer, it'll be the same result, you know? So like what difference does it make? Right. That's right. Um, Gumbar, I recall you had uh, something that you wanted to share. Like you had a little spiel you'd written. Gumbar. I don't remember anything. (laughs) Oh, okay. So you didn't have any notes or anything? Waste. No. All right. All right. Oh. Uh, well, you have uh, a, a prediction. 
something, something, Homestuck reference. All right. So, um, uh, Vriska will win the election. You know, like, uh, like a Betty Crocker thing. Do like a Betty Crocker thing in there. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that sounds batter, good. Batter witch. Batter witch. It's like a thing, isn't it? I'll, uh, I'll, uh, uh see y'all on the other side of November 8th then. Thanks for, uh, uh having this little chat with us. <laughs> All right, and by the way, listening mm-hmm. audience, if Trump wins, James is going to send everybody $20. You got it. Got it. All right. Australian dollars, though. Um, <laughs> they're, they're like all all, uh, all nine worthless. billion of us? Um, all. Yeah, do the math. Zero times a billion is still zero. Because of the Electoral College, it's only... Um, 270. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. All right. Okay. Best cool. of luck to y'all. Thanks, guys. Well, bye bye. See you later. Bye. Well, thanks for listening, folks. See you on the other side of November 8th. I hope there won't be any mushroom clouds. Fingers crossed. Just a word to the black and white. Hungry for the